It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by Price Picks. Price Picks is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week, you might be already in it, it might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience. And without robbing you of the joy, of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Raptors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to episode number 495 of Locked On Raptors for uh, Tuesday? I don't know the days at this time of year. Tuesday, April 16th, I think. I'm your host, Sean Woodley of RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter, as always, at WoodleySean. Find the show at Locked On Raptors. We can find links to every single episode of the podcast. And, of course, make sure you're checking out the Locked On Podcast Network team-focused shows for all 30 NBA teams. We've got Locked On Fantasy Basketball. We've got Locked On NBA covering all the playoff teams and all of their plight. We've got the Locked On NFL shows going right now. Actually, the Locked On NFL mock draft show is going on this week on the Locked On NFL feed. And it's awesome if you're an NFL fan and you're into the draft. Go check it out. And if you find a show on the network you want to support, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And uh, that is all the pleading I will do with you for validation. Uh, let's get to today's podcast. I'm joined by Lewis Satsman of Raptors Republic for a return appearance. And uh, I'm just going to celebrate <laughs> with this. Uh, the Raptors have won a playoff game 
in resounding fashion, which doesn't happen often, but they beat the Orlando Magic 111-82 in Game 2 on Tuesday night. Uh, lots to dig into this one, but do you have a biggest takeaway from it that you're thinking about now, about an hour after the game here inside the arena? Yeah, I mean, Kawhi is just... He's good at basketball. Yeah. <laughs> like, we've never in Toronto cheered for a guy yeah. like this. Never. Yeah. You know, Vince Carter wasn't like this. Chris Boss, Shore wasn't like this. Yeah. DeMar wasn't like this. Kyle's not like this. Like, this is new, you know? Mm-hmm. When he isolates on a big every time, you assume it's going in. He yeah. just, when anything goes wrong, he has got it. Yeah, Kawhi had himself... Uh Maybe it's on the short list of best playoff performances in Raptors history tonight. Yeah. Maybe it's a little bit scaled down because it's a first-round series against the Magic and a game that they're supposed to win. It's not Kyle Lowry in Game 7 against Miami, but it's pretty damn close. He had 37 on 15-22. to 22. He was 4 of 8 from deep, which three seems quarters. low. 4 of 8 seems low. Um, he, uh, uh, yeah, it was a plus 37 on the night. 4 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals. Felt like he had more steals than that, too. He was absurd. He was ridiculous. And yeah, did not play. He played some of the fourth quarter. They had. Uh, they kind of kept the uh, the starters in a little bit longer than I would have expected in this one. So that but, was a clever one. He yeah. there was a timeout with seven minutes left in the fourth where yeah. he was. He, I mean, in a regular season game, they all would have come out. Yeah. But he kept them in so he could take them out one by one yeah. so they could all have you know have their standing ovation. Yeah. That was good coaching. You know, yeah, he course. got Meeks in for Kawhi immediately after the timeout, mm-hmm. and then you know Kyle came next. And that was good coaching that Kawhi got his ovation. Of course, the uh, the money shot uh, from the broadcast that we didn't get to see but has, has circulated around quite a bit now is Kawhi sits down on the bench and the camera pans to Masai looking like a mob boss in the background. <laughs> uh, pretty fantastic, and he should be feeling. In that way. Kawhi Leonard's amazing, and it's, uh, we're running out of ways to say it, although I feel like we'll have to come up with new thesaurus terms to describe how good he is as the playoffs go along, because oh, buddy, I, I was... think this is something we're going to see a lot of. It's just like, he's, it's just a different level, and there, there was just like a sequence in the game, I think it was the third quarter really, where it kind of became apparent that, oh, okay, this dude's just on another level, and like sitting up on press row, they bunch all the bloggers together, the people who, you know, toe the line between objectivity and fandom. Um, but, like, and we're just, like, giggling and laughing and just, like, cackling at what he's doing because it's, like, Ryan Wolstad tweets out, oh, the Raptors don't have a corner three yet in this series. And then, boom, Kawhi comes in, hits a corner three a second later. Um, he got to the basket pretty much whenever he wanted to, splitting two, three defenders. Like you said, whenever he got Vucevic on a uh, on, on a switch, it was just like, sorry, Vuce, this is going to end poorly for you. Um, so, yeah, Kawhi was amazing. I guess my big takeaway to go ahead from the Kawhi thing, because we could just hammer this into the ground all we want. We could do an hour on how great Kawhi was tonight. But um, I mentioned Vooch there, and this is a recurring thing now, two games... Nikola Vucevic has been not very good. He has 17 points combined between the two games. He's shooting something not very good. I, don't, I can't remember what he shot in the first game. He was 3-7 tonight, just not really. Yeah, he was 3 in the first game. Yeah, so he's been brutal so far uh, and has been very obviously the most easily picked apart defensive player on the Magic as well. And I know there's so much to get into the Raptors from here, but I want to talk about Vuce for a second. I want to talk about just like the Magic and how they performed today. 
this, you know, was admittedly, you know, Steve Steve Clifford talked about it, like, they, he just didn't think they played very well, and I think we'll see better performances from the Magic over the course of the series. They were pretty god-awful tonight, but um, the Vucevic thing is a real thing, because we've seen the importance of star power in the playoffs, both when the Raptors didn't quite have the star power you need in the past, and now that they have it with Kawhi, uh, Vooch's struggles, are you seeing anything that the Raptors are doing to cause him to struggle so mightily? Or, uh, I, I don't know, is it just like a weird two-game sample that so, we shouldn't be reading too much into? Yeah, there are a couple things, a bunch of things. Okay, so Vooch is one of the best players in the league at combining the three skills in the screen action, right? Yeah. He is an elite popper shooting threes from above the break or from the mid-range. He's an elite short-roll passer and an elite high-volume high finisher, right? Yeah. All three. Not a ton of guys can do all three. Yeah. Um, and the Raptors just dominated all three levels. So when he popped, uh, basically Gasol just stole the ball whenever yeah. they tried to pass it to him. Yeah. He was incredible at just getting those strips. Yeah. Uh, you know, Gasol's feet are a little slower than they were a couple years ago, but his hands are not. His mm -hmm. anticipation is not. Um, when he short-rolled, Toronto just stayed at home uh, in the paint, packed the paint. Sorry, they, they packed the paint, did yeah. not stay at home. Yeah. Made him sh pass to the shooters. Isaac shot 0 of 6 from 3. Mm. You know, Kyle Lowry numbers right there. <laughs> uh, they just left him open. You know, yeah. they, they brought... Uh, they actually hid Lowry on Isaac and mm -hmm. brought Lowry in to tag him, to tag Vooch really early. And there's nothing you can do on the short roll when everyone's guarding you. And then... On the deep roll, Gasol hit him early. Mm -hmm. You know, he pushed him out of his spots, and when he did get the ball there, he's posting up from like 20 feet away. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned Clifford coming into the uh, the press conference. Clifford actually, I've never seen this before. Came into the press conference, no questions. He was yeah. like, "All right, guys, here's what happened. I'm gonna <laughs> ward off some questions." <laughs> and he mentioned, you know, we need to get him deeper post position. Mm -hmm. And he's like, "Part of that's on me, but part of this is the guys. Like, he needs they to figure, figure that out yeah. himself because that's something like." He just, he needs to be stronger. You know, you need to muscle the guy. You need to push him. You need to get low and use that low center of gravity to push your position deeper. And just, that wasn't happening. Gasol was keeping him out, mm -hmm. you know? No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax. Make your moves They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. And of course, everything that the Magic did poorly in this game on offense was very much tied to what the Raptors were doing defensively. Like you mentioned there, there was a lot of help and then help the help. And Kyle mentioned this in his postgame as well. Yeah. And it was just like so crisp on a Focus. string. And like 
they I, they were taking advantage of the fact that the Magic don't have a ton of like amazing shooters, right? And they felt pretty at ease, I think, you know, sagging off of Isaac, sagging off of Gordon, sagging off of Fournier, and it seemed like anytime a ball handler kind of carried the ball into that sort of nail area, they, they were just there were two Raptors converging on it all, on all times, and they were so quick to rotate back. It was really disciplined. It was really I, I like the scheme that they came up with for this game, and it really neutralized DJ Augustine as well, which is a nice thing. He was only one of six on the night, nine points. Uh, got to the line a bunch, but uh, he also... Uh, oh, wait, he was the only Magic who didn't just, like, brick all of his free throws. So yeah. congrats to him for that, I suppose. And that was the <laughs> same thing. That was Gasol, you know, attacking at the point of entry for yeah. the pick and roll. Yeah. He didn't turn the corner once, you know. Gasol just was... He was... Um, not even the second line of defense. He was the first line of defense mm-hmm. in that pick and roll. And, I mean, a lot of fouls were called on Gasol. We yeah. could <laughs> talk about the fouls. But he was super handsy. And, you know, when you're stripping guys, when you're playing with your hands every possession, you can only get called for so many fouls. And that that really threw Augustine off Gasol's hands. Yeah, we, we don't got to talk about Narc Davis too much. <laughs> it's, uh, that was, there was a stretch there. Yeah. Where I think there were two straight calls on Danny Green, yeah. phantom calls, and then a phantom call on Norm fouling yeah. a three-point shooter, where not only were the press sort of in uh, in shock, yeah. the stadium was so in shock they weren't even chanting, yeah. ref, you suck. It was silence. <laughs> they were so shocked they weren't even reacting. Yeah. Uh, there were, in, in fairness to the to the legions, they did get some good refuse suck chance in there at some point. So congrats to them for that. Uh, oh, they'll important. get them in. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I thought we should probably talk about the start of the game uh, and how the Raptors just kind of came out and just like jumped on them. Sixteen two. Yeah, sixteen two to start. The Magic didn't hit a shot I think until like seven eighteen left, yeah. uh, or seven fifty eight or something like that in the first quarter. And yeah, that's just what it was. It was just. Two guys usually converging onto the ball handler, poking it free. Gasol had four steals in this game. Yeah. I feel like three of those came in the first five minutes of the game. Um, it, it was just a really, really impressive start. And then we should probably talk about the headline guy from the first game, who was not very good, Kyle Lowry. Uh, as it turns out, only game ones are bad for him, and he's very good at all other times. Yeah. In this game, uh, it was 8 of 13, 22 points, 7 assists, 4 boards, plus 30. It looked like it was going to be another rough night when he went to the line early in the first quarter, missed his first free throw, and then the arena erupted in a way that I've never really seen it do before. Yeah, not even on a win. That was crazy. It was like, okay, he's got a free throw here. He missed the first. He needs a point, and, like, it got loud in there. He ends up hitting it, and then, like, a couple of possessions later, he knocks down a three, and he was just going from there. And, man, the thing about Kyle that... He's kind of been missing from his game the last couple of years. He brings it out selectively. I think a part of it is like self-preservation because he's not going to do it in any rim. other aspect of the of, of, of the game. He's like a charge in this one, obviously. Um, it was going all over the place, but uh, he did attack the rim a ton today. And his threes, he only had 13 field goal attempts, just four for four from three, which is a strange shot distribution for him considering what he's done the last couple of years where it's usually like three quarters of, three quarters yeah. of his shots are coming from outside. Um, but I really liked that he was 
taking advantage of a pretty soft rim protection going on near the magic basket and just kind of you know carving through dj augustine the way he should and like using that first step he said after the game that he looked at the film and said yeah i, need, I wasn't aggressive enough i yeah. had to be more aggressive and all that stuff and he very much took that to heart um, thoughts on Kyle's really, really nice game, too. Yeah, I actually got the receipts because I've already put this into my <laughs> gamer. Uh, ten attempts at the rim. Guess when the last time was he had more than ten. Oh, man. I'm going to say, like, the playoffs of 2018 or 2017? 2015. No way. The last time he had 11 attempts at the rim, 2015. He hasn't had double digits since then. Oh, my God. It was wild yeah uh i mean and it was look i wrote before the regular the playoffs Mm -hmm. that the lowry gasol pick and roll would be a huge offensive tool because um that's the two weakest defenders in the magic starting lineup and put them both in actions yeah and they did that over and over again augustine's not strong enough to fight through gasol and and vooch isn't fast enough to get stay with Kyle and Kyle really just multiple times he drove right past him reversed on the other side mm-hmm. and uh, he was blocked I think twice at the rim by Gordon but then continued attacking mm-hmm. did not let it phase him I mean last game seven attempts six were from three mm-hmm. this game he did not settle for the jumper this was the total opposite of that that Bucks game in 2017, yeah. where he said, "You know, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna have to start forcing shots." Yeah. He did not. Yeah. He picked his shot selectively. He he did not settle for jumpers, even though that's the you know probably one of the best parts of his offensive game. Yeah. He drove to the rim, like you said, and that was just refreshing. Something we haven't seen in literal years. Yeah. I wonder when the last time he led the team in free throw attempts was. Oof. It's gonna be a while. Uh, although he'll never, ever, ever get a continuation call ever again. <laughs> and I. I gotta wonder what he was thinking when Jeremy Lin got one late in garbage time. <laughs> I mean, he's always emotive with refs. Yeah. But after the, I think, third or fourth time with that rip-through move where he didn't get the yeah. foul call, he wasn't even emotive. It was like mockery. Yeah. He, he, it was, you know, he's an, a thespian. He was in the he was, he was Jim Halperding. He just like yeah. looking at things like, come on, really? Yeah, Really, exactly. Mark Davis? Um, Kawhi but, also, his three foul attempts were yeah. outrageous. The, I mean, yeah. Um, you mean the three fouls he picked up? or Only shooting three. Oh, oh the yeah, fouls. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, getting to the line three times. Well, but, that's the thing with the Magic, right? They only gave up 14 free throw attempts in the first game. They don't foul a ton, and they are really disciplined around the rim. And in fairness, a lot of the times Kawhi drove today, there was nobody waiting for him at the rim to <laughs> yeah. foul him. So uh, I'm not too upset about the free throw disparity or anything like that. Uh, I just thought, yeah, Kyle was just – he was the Kyle that – kind of unlocks the ceiling for this team, right? And, and, like, we've talked a lot this year, and it's been kind of obvious that Kyle doesn't have to be the best player. He doesn't have to be the second or third best player a lot yeah. of nights. But uh, if the Raptors want to get to where they want to go, he does kind of have to do that and be vintage Kyle Lowry, and he was very much that tonight. It's nice to see that's still in him. Yeah. It's nice to see him sort of get out of that shooting slump he was in as well because it was a little concerning, whether it was, like, health-related or whatever. And uh, to your point, you know, the, the use of the pick-and-rolls and a lot of Marcus Gasol's screen actions in this game um, Zach Lowe pointed out in his piece today for ESPN about adjustments Raptors to make that Kyle only ran nine pick and rolls in game one, which is like the lowest he's had all season. I think it was and fewer. I think yeah. Siakam ran nine. Oh, Kyle yeah, ran okay. six. Whatever it was, it was the lowest yeah. Kyle had run all season yeah. long. And 
that you know you can't have that because like you said and like I've said on this podcast we talked about it at length in the, in the preview episodes and everything for the series that Augustine Vooch combo is it's the yep. DeRozan Valanciunas combo of this Magic team you want to be going at that every opportunity at you can. least one yeah you know exactly. you want Kyle in the pick and or you want Kawhi in the pick and roll sometimes but yeah. it has to be with Kyle or Gasol and there was a lot of good Kawhi Gasol action oh today God. too man and over yeah and over it was uh, it wasn't a ton of I guess the pop kind of came a little bit later as Kawhi really heated up, and then you know, the Magic were selling out, and it's just like, oh, Marc Gasol is all the way over on the wing with nobody within 10 feet of him, and then Marc Gasol got hot. He, he only had nine points in this game. He wasn't super aggressive offensively. He did, I don't think he took a shot in the first half, actually. Um, but, you know, nine points, four steals, five assists, three boards. Like, he'll take that for Marc Gasol. Uh, he was fantastic defensively. The entire starting five was amazing. I think right now Anthony Doyle, our friend uh, of the show, he tweeted out that the Raps' net rating right now with the starting five through two games in the series is a plus 49.1. <laughs> That's, that checks out. It's a yeah. really good lineup, and they're way more talented than the Magic. So I'm not exactly surprised by those results. Any other thoughts on anyone else from this game? A weird game from Danny Green. Uh, 0 for 4 has not shot well so far in the series. And the Raptors as a whole didn't shoot insanely well. They were 11 to 35. Their offense, I think, left some points on the table. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner. And Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Um, thoughts on any other things that sort of lead into your thinking for yeah, Game 3? quick hitting. Danny Green, I mean, the offense wasn't there, but he was key in locking down Augustine, right? Yeah. He started on him, so props to him on the defensive end. Actually, quickly, I, I thought the Raps did a good job of just, like, throwing a bunch of different looks at Augustine. Yeah. Like, Siakam guarded him for a few possessions here and there. Kyle did. And yeah, when Green, Ross like, was in, yeah. they switched Green onto Ross and yeah. Siakam onto Augustine. Really yeah. like that look. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. Um, Serge Baca defensively was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Fred, not the game we're used to seeing from him. Yeah, a little um, bit, uh, a little shaky. And little I, shaky. I think that kind of carries over from last game. I know he scored 14 in game one, but I thought his playmaking left a lot to be desired. Um, and those bench units do look a little bit iffy when he's out there, but even then he was a plus eight and those lineups were fine. Yeah. Um, yeah his, the other thing, I mean, I like him chasing shooters around screens. Yeah. He's elite at taking people off balance. Um, you know, I was talking with Joe uh, from the score about this during the game. Mm-hmm. You know, he said, I don't like Fred on Ross. And, and I was like explaining what he did. And then he said, but Ross is too tall. And then the very next possession, Ross hit an off balance yeah. three over him. He took him off balance, but, you know, it's tough. The Magic have really big guards. You see, the thing is, it's it's futile to try to guard Terrence Ross yeah. because he is unguardable and has one of the most... Uh, picture-perfect jump shots in the league, and you should not even try. But, I mean, Michael Carter-Williams <laughs> as well hit a couple drives over him. Like, it's a tough... I mean, and the thing is, um, if Fred's out of his game, if Powell's not hitting his shots, mm-hmm. the Raptors are six deep. And be- guys only played the low minutes they had because yeah. the fourth quarter was garbage time. Yeah, and some if, weird foul stuff kind of messed with the rotations yeah, a little bit too. Yeah, for sure. Um, but like if this Kawhi had been, came out a little yeah. bit in the second and all that, but yeah. If this had been a close game, you would have seen Kawhi 
Pascal and Lowry at yeah. 40 minutes, right? Yeah. That's one thing, like, look, great game, they stomped them, but the minute total is a little concerning. Uh, yeah. You know, the I, depth isn't there. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, you still got by with Kawhi playing 33 in this one, and, and Kyle did play 38, but Danny Green and Gasol only played 22 each, which was a function of the game script, and yeah. I think, yeah, like, those guys are all going to play more. And I think Fred will be better, and it's, yep. I guess it's a matter of still figuring it's out. It's not those. the best matchup. Yeah, and it's you know, Nurse. In fairness to Nurse, like he's still figuring out how to deal with the lack of OG, right? Like that's just like, oh, the night before the playoffs, you're taking out your eighth man, and now you're like, okay, well, well what do I do now? And you know, that's a that's a lot of minutes you got to fill in the power forward spot. I thought there was a couple of nice, interesting uh, Kawhi at the four lineups today. Um, More than last, I think he only played, you know, two. Yeah, because we didn't see any of the Siakam, or sorry, Ibaka at the four in this game. I don't think, I can't recall seeing any of that. No, not that Uh, I remember. Yeah, but so yeah, I'm I'm game with Leonard at the four. I thought there was you know some interesting like multi guard lineups and stuff like that. Um, And I yeah I I feel for Nurse a little bit trying to figure out this thing on the fly. Uh, as as some guys are struggling as well, I don't know if we'll see like more Jody Meeks. He played eight minutes this game, three in game one. It was not particularly good in this game. Um, I don't know if we'll see Malcolm Miller at all. Like I don't think that's gonna happen. I think they're just gonna ride their horses. He can play power forward. Yeah, but even today, until like the fourth quarter, only five Raptors had actually scored. Yeah. So it was, and they were still like they, they led the by half. thirty the entire game. So I don't know if it's all that concerning um, for this series at least. Hopefully OG's recovery is going okay, and he can get back for that what Sixers slash Nets series. Probably Sixers because they looked pretty good last night. Although Embiid maybe stopped playing, but um, I uh, yeah I, I think the rotation will figure itself out. There were some strange lineups. There was one where it was like Meeks, Fred, Norm, Pascal, and Ibaka, and people were like, "What's going on here?" But it was like the end of the first quarter. Kawhi had two fouls, yeah, and I think they were just trying to like. Survive those two minutes, and they yeah. did. They lost those minutes like five two, which like ultimately you said, didn't the fouls. Hurt, right. Yeah, the fouls kind of threw it all out of whack today. But even then, I liked Nurse saying, "All right, Kawhi, you have two or three fouls. You're just going to stay in, and we're not going to worry about it." And lo and behold, they, that paid off. And Kawhi talked after the game about how, yeah, like I just I don't foul. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, oh, I can't foul anymore. I'll stop doing that. Yeah. Because he can turn it on and off because he's insane. Um, yeah. All right. Any parting shots in this game before we wrap this bad boy up? I mean, you worried anymore? <laughs> no, I was never worried really to begin with. You know, it, it's all fine. It's always the like the anxiousness coming into the game. Mark Davis gets announced as the ref, and it's like, uh oh, what's gonna happen? But uh, I, I feel like the first five minutes of this game where the Raps are up sixteen two, it's like, okay, they're, they're the better team. They figured yeah. it out, and I like the uh, like. I heard a couple of people say like, yeah, the magic of them playing playoff ass basketball for two months yeah. to get into the playoffs. The Raptors have been coasting. It's not entirely shocking that it would take the Raptors a game to adjust to the speed and the intensity and all that stuff. Yep. And uh, I, I think their talent's very much going to win out here. I'm still picking Raptors in five. Has this game changed your outlook on the series at all? No, not this one. I mean, I picked Raps in five before the series. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably I switched it to six after game one just mm-hmm. because it's tough to sweep on the road. But you know, Raps in six, I'd still say wouldn't be surprised with five. Yep. Uh, all right, that's going to do it, I think. Lewis, thank you so much for coming on the show. Can you plug anything right now? Yeah, sure thing. Got a gamer coming out tomorrow about this one. Should be fun. Basically just a, a thousand plus words drooling over Kawhi. <laughs> Always good times. Uh, that's And you're at... 
Lewis. At Lewis Atzman. Oh, okay, no underscores. You just got at Lewis Atzman. That's fantastic. Uh, I'm still working, rocking the last name, first name nonsense. Uh, you can find me at Woodley Sean. You can subscribe, rate, review uh, to Locked On Raptors on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or Himalaya. And uh, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back again probably on Wednesday, maybe Thursday. We'll see. The schedule's weird, and we're kind of just putting podcasts out the way games you know, require them to be put out. So we're going to have weekend episodes and some weekdays without episodes during the playoffs. But you'll get four or five a week. I promise you that. Uh, so we'll talk to you next time with another episode of Lockdown Raptors. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.